y'all, it's Caroline, and this is the Truth Talks Podcast, where we believe that God's Word has the ultimate authority, and that freedom is found in truth. So let's dive into it. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Truth Talks Podcast. I'm so glad that you have decided to tune in today. Today we are talking about modesty, and how modesty is a heart issue. And on one hand, I feel like modesty is a straight-to-the-point like topic, but on the other hand, I feel like there's a lot a lot going on here. Also, it is currently raining, and so that's just going to be in the background. God decided y'all needed a little bit of ambiance in this episode, so we're going to roll with it. Um, okay, modesty. Is modesty even a big deal? Yes, it's a big deal because God says it's a big deal. Um, and so, I think sometimes it, we, we think of it as kind of this, this like secondhand issue, doesn't really matter, but man, if, if God puts something in his word, um, then I think we, we should pay attention to it. Um, and so yes, modesty is a big deal to God. And I, I guess it starts off with like, man, what even is modesty? Um, and I think lots of times we think modesty we think of modesty in terms of how we dress and although yes modesty has to do with how we dress it also has to do with our attitude and the way that we live our lives and so like i said modesty is a heart issue and it's a heart issue because whether we are talking about the way that we dress or we're just talking about you know our immodest attitude the posture of our hearts is to be seeking attention because when it comes to how we dress i think a lot of times for both guys and girls we want attention from it um we we seek affirmation through the way that we dress we seek praise and so and that's just prideful and then we can go to the flip side of it of you know having an immodest attitude where we're bragging about our gifts and talents or becoming prideful about it um, and we're seeking praise and attention and affirmation through our abilities and our talents. And so both of these is just a heart posture issue. And I think really that modesty equals humility. And modesty is less of self and more of God. And modesty, you just don't show off what you have. You don't need to be loud about it. You know, as believers, our identity is rooted in Christ. Our confidence is rooted in Christ. And our identity is rooted in Christ. We don't have to walk around seeking to place our worth in our abilities or in how we look. We can just walk confidently in our identity as believers, um, knowing that our worth is found in Christ. And so here's just a thought for you to be thinking about as we dive into this. When we live immodestly, whether in dress or attitude, where are we saying that our worth, identity, and confidence is found? And so in this episode, we're going to dive into modesty in what you wear and modesty as in an attitude that we should have. And I think I want to start off with just that modesty is not just a woman's issue. Like I said, I think a lot of times when we think of modesty, we think of how we dress and we think of women, modesty for women. And there's a quote I read, I don't remember who it's by, but it says, modesty is not just a women's issue and our enemy delights in the fact that we think that it is. And I think that's so true um, because when we think that modesty is just a woman's issue, we start playing the blame game between women and men and that's just causes so much division and disunity, which is not what we're called to as believers. And then also, I think you could even 
say that modesty isn't just a clothing issue. Modesty isn't just an issue about what you wear, but it's also an attitude issue and a heart issue. And so I think the enemy would, would delight for us to think that modesty was just in what we wear and that we shouldn't have a modest Christ-like attitude throughout every area of our lives. But I, I want to dive into first of modesty and what we wear. And there's not this black and white checklist of what you can and cannot wear. Because what I feel convicted on what modesty is, is not necessarily what others feel convicted on. And I'm sure that I have worn things that people have looked at me and thought, oh wow, she's being so immodest. And I'm probably have worn things that people are like, wow, she's just way too modest. She takes it too seriously. So it's not this black and white thing. Um, It really comes down to what is your heart posture? What is your heart's intention in it? And I think a really good thing that we can do when we get dressed or whatever, we can, you know, look in the mirror and say, okay, is what I'm wearing God honoring? Am I representing the kingdom well today? Because be mindful. Like if you profess to be a Christian, you are representing Christ in the way that you dress. And how we dress really can affect our witness. Um, In 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of God and so just asking yourself like is what I'm wearing glorifying to the to God is what I'm wearing representative of the kingdom and I think a big argument against modesty and culture right now is that it's my body I can wear what I want to and to the non-believer I would say yeah absolutely wear what you want to do do what you want to do because um, we don't hold non-believers to the same standard and so But for the Christian, I would say, man, it's not your body. And that's something that we have to realize. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And something we need to understand is that, like, man, our bodies are on loan. God has gifted us these bodies And they're his. And he has the right to ask us to honor him with our bodies. And then also just the understanding that, I mean, we are a temple for the Holy Spirit. So how how are we representing God? And how are we dressing the temple of the Lord? We were bought by the price of Christ's blood. And therefore, we need to live like it. Um, And one of the ways that we can live like it is by honoring God with the way that we dress. And representing the kingdom of God with the way that we dress. However, I think it's important to talk about the heart issue behind um, dressing immodestly, especially for women. Um, Because a girl's innate desire, a woman's innate desire is to be loved. And oftentimes, I think for girls, we try to fill that innate need to be loved and desired and beautiful. We try to fill that need with the way that we dress and the attention and praise that we get and the affirmation that we get from the world when we dress a certain way. And so I think on that, man, like do a heart check. And like, am I wearing this because I need my worth to be found in what others say about me? Am I wearing this because I have a need to be loved and feel beautiful and I, I'm going to fill that through the world with what I dress and the attention that I get from my body? Because, man, that need that we have is designed to be filled by the Lord. And it will not be filled by anything else but the Lord. It's just the way that God has designed it. And so, 
man, just do like a heart check there. And man, like when I see girls dressing inappropriately sometimes, or I see them posting pictures, revealing photos on the internet, sometimes uh, we'll be honest real quick. I judge them because I'm sinful, but other times the Lord gives me eyes of compassion and I can see them clearly. And that man, like that's where they believe their worth is found. Like they believe that their worth is found in the way that they look and in their bodies and in the attention and affirmation and praise that they get um, from the world and from guys. And that's just truly, it's sad and it's heartbreaking because our worth is found in the Lord and any other thing, our worth in and of ourselves, in and of our bodies, in and of the praise that we get by people, it's not enough. Like we're not enough. And so we have to seek that worth from the Lord. And then again, back to what I was mentioning earlier, when we dress inappropriately, I think a lot of times it's truly just to seek attention and for self-praise. Kind of the same thing as like seeking worth in it, but just, man, we want people to look at us. We want that attention. We want whatever it is. And it's truly just a prideful, self-centered mindset. And I'm not saying that that goes for everyone ever. I'm not saying that. But I think there, again, girls and guys, do a heart check on that. Man, like, am I wearing this because I want attention? Am I wanting to build my kingdom up? Am I wanting to um, just get praise and affirmation from this? And man, some of you guys need to just be like, man, like, that's not me. I just, I just want to look cute. I want to be fashionable. I want to wear what's trendy and all of that stuff. And like, man, I get that because I'm in the same boat. But the question that we really have to wrestle with is like, okay, if whatever is trendy or fashionable is immodest and inappropriate, do we desire being trendy more than we desire being holy? Do we desire looking fashionable and cute or whatever it is more than we desire to honor God? And like, let's just be honest with that question. And I'll be honest on here. Like, man, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, this might be a little bit inappropriate. I don't know. I could get away with it. It looks cute. Oh, well. And I walk out the door. Um, and truly that just reveals my heart's priorities. And that priority is not first honoring God. Another thing when it comes to how we dress is that as Christians, we are called to be mindful of the people around us and we are not to be a stumbling block for them. Um, Paul talks a lot about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 8. And again, in Romans chapter 14, and in Romans chapter 14, verse 13, it says, Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother or sister. One of the ways that we can be mindful is in the way that we dress. And so I think this, especially this is what's talked about for girls a lot, but it goes for guys too. I think this is a little bit of a controversial issue because it's become so um, guy versus girl, which is it's truly ridiculous um but man i think you know with the fact that if a guy looks at you and lusts or he thinks sinful thoughts that is his sin he is responsible for it you did not force him to sin um he needs to take accountability and responsibility for his eyes wandering and for you know his own sin and i think sometimes guys will say oh that girl caused me to sin because of what she was wearing And they put all the responsibility and all of the blame on women and what they're wearing. And they don't take accountability and responsibility for their own sin issue. And that's just wrong. But because of that, I think that women have retaliated in saying, well, it's your problem. It's your issue. And I should get to wear whatever I want. You should just be able to have self-control, keep your eyes away. I should get to do what I want. 
Um, and it has become this mindset of, oh, I shouldn't have to sacrifice what I want to do and what I want to wear in order to help someone else out. Y'all, how unloving towards our brothers and sisters in Christ do we have to be to take that approach? Philippians 2 verses 3 through 4 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others as more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And we are called to love our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we need to realize that yes, while someone lusting or looking at you in a certain way is their sin and their responsibility, we can be helpful to our brothers and sisters in Christ in the way that we dress. We could be mindful of their sin struggle, just as in, you know, if you are around someone who you know has an issue with drinking, you don't drink in front of them. It's truly just being loving to your neighbor. And we've got to stop playing this blame game between guys and girls saying, oh, they should just do their job and oh, they should just not wear that because I'm struggling. Like, y'all, We are called to be loving to one another. And so girls especially, man, like if we can be mindful of, you know, just that guys are more visual. God created guys to be more visual. And it's good. And a lot of times you want to say, oh my gosh, men are disgusting. They just are so visual. Like, man, that's how God designed them. And does our sin pervert that? Yes, it does. But the original way that God designed them, that is not wrong. And so we need to be mindful of how, man, God has created men to be more visual. How can I help them out in this? How can I help them not stumble? And we can also honor the way that God designed things because God designed them to be more visual. And like, 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 hey, let's just be like, hey, how can I honor the way that God has designed men? How can I honor them through that and not maybe dressing in a way that would be more difficult for them to look away or more difficult for them to not lust after? And here's the thing, guys, girls struggle with lust too. That's something that's not super talked about in the church, but girls struggle with that too. So guys, if y'all are dressing in um, an immodest manner or, you know, you're taking your shirts off or whatever it is, man, like be mindful that girls struggle with that too. Um, And and we just don't want to be a stumbling block for our brothers and sisters. And so when we are called to love our neighbors, um, called to put others' interests before our own, like let's just serve each other in the way that we help each other in our sin struggles. I mean, that's what we're called to do as the body of Christ. I think another thing I want to touch on, though, with, um, you know, modesty and what we wear, I think we often, you know, look at other people and we judge them for not being modest. And again, this just goes back to when Jesus says in Matthew, take the log out of your own eye before you take the speck out of someone else's. Um, you know, if someone is dressing immodestly, they either one, they don't know better or two, man, that's where they believe their worth comes from. So we should have hearts of compassion, not hearts of pride and judgment. And man, like God's, God's working on people like that, that is up to him, man. And then kind of diving into modesty and our attitude um, it's just pride and, and bragging about your talents, your gifts, your abilities, whatever it may be. And in Peter 5, 5, it says, God opposes the proud and shows favor to the humble. And so, man, modesty doesn't require that we belittle ourselves or that we downplay our gifts and our talents that God has given us, but we're not to broadcast them and um, brag about them and be prideful about them. 
Um, because in Christ, we know where our identity lies. We know where our worth lies. We don't have to walk around trying to prove people, prove it to people, or boast about who we are. We can walk confidently and humbly in our God-given identity. But I think something that we don't think about is that, man, when we do downplay or belittle our gifts and belittle ourselves, this can also be immodest because it's also another form of, oh, I want to look humble or maybe, you know, downplaying yourself. It, it draws more attention to yourself. And so just being mindful, like, let's make sure we don't have false modesty and let's make sure we're not belittling and downplaying like what the Lord has given us. We can say, yes, like the Lord has given me this, this gift, praise God and move on. We don't need to downplay it, drawing more attention to ourselves, and we don't need to upplay it, I guess, by and draw more attention to ourselves. But this again, you know, bragging about talents, abilities, whatever it may be, this also reveals where we think that our worth and identity lies. Because we think it's in our own abilities and in our own talents, and so we seek attention and affirmation and praise from others by broadcasting, man, like, ourselves and that's just seeking self-worship and seeking self-praise and another thing i think is that man this is another area where we can cause our brothers and sisters not to stumble man if there's someone we know who just really desires whatever gift or ability or talent you have and they struggle with jealousy hey like let's be mindful not to sit here and talk about it all the time because is the sin of jealousy their issue and something they need to work on? Yes. But we can also be loving and kind to them and not shove whatever it is they want that we have in their face. Um, you could, you know, use intelligence here. Somebody just, man, they they don't feel intelligent. They want more intelligence. They, you know, look at you and they see how intelligent you are. And, man, they, they, they're jealous about it or they're just, you know downtrodden about it man why would you go to that person and be like oh look at me you know look how good I'm doing on all my grades look how smart I am and just constantly bragging about it and being prideful about it like that's not helping their hearts um in their struggle with jealousy and so that's another way that we can be mindful of not causing our brother or sister to stumble and when it comes to our attitude of modesty Jesus is the greatest example of modesty I mean God, the God of the universe, came down to earth to walk among men. He became a lowly human, walked around on the earth. He was a servant he, who washed the feet of his disciples and then even allowed himself to be killed on a cross. Philippians 2, 5-8 through 8 says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. And like, man... Jesus is the perfect picture of what modesty looks like. And so when we want to reflect modesty, we want to change our hearts in that. Like, man, we have to look to him. And when we walk with Jesus, he transforms us into his image and our hearts begin to desire modest living. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. And I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And so through our walk with Jesus, he, man, he transforms our hearts. He convicts us on modest living, whether it is through our attitude or the way that we dress. And here's the good news in this, is that we don't have to strive 
to try to find our place in this world. We don't have to prove to others how awesome and amazing we are. We don't have to prove our worth. We know where it lies. It's in Jesus. And so we can just walk confidently in that. We get to walk confidently in our identity. We don't have to place it within ourselves. We don't have to work to build up our own kingdom as a means of comfort and identity. We don't need to have everyone else's eyes on us because we don't look to this world or the building up of our kingdom as our joy, our hope, our peace, our confidence, our identity, and our worth. Man, we have Jesus. We have a Savior that died on a cross. And so because of Jesus... I don't need all the attention on myself. I don't need all the praise. I don't need to find my worth in things of this world. It's in the cross. And it's in our Savior. And therefore, we can live modestly. And we can take off the striving. And we can just walk humbly in our identity as Christ followers. We can walk confidently in our worth that is secured in the Lord. And what good news that is. Alright guys, before we wrap up, just a reminder, all of the verses that are used in this podcast will be um, listed in the description of the podcast episode. And then also, if you want to stay up to date on all the latest news, make sure to follow along on Instagram at caroline.adrian. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope to see you back next week. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Truth Talks podcast. My prayer is that we would be a people whose lives are rooted in the truth of scripture. Make sure you share, subscribe, and repost the podcast so that we can continue to grow our community and be a generation that walks in truth and lives in love.